Welcome to Modern Leadership, the podcast, where we see things differently. I'm your host, Mark Hildebrand. I'm a husband, father, master life and legacy coach for leaders, co-creator of the Pushco Certification School, and 20-year law enforcement officer from Southern California. Once I realized how leaders looked at things differently, I was able to lead myself to a 100-pound weight loss, lead more effectively in my police career, create a successful business, and a better connection with my family that was more aligned with the legacy I wanted to create. Now, this podcast is for ambitious, high-performing leaders who want to create more, but refuse to do so at the cost of the other important areas of their life, including their family and their health. People who are willing to see things through their modern leader lens. If that's you, welcome to Modern Leadership. Let's go. When things didn't go as planned in my business, it was really easy to see them as being uncontrollable. Because when you think about what other people do, what other people say, and even some of the thoughts that I tend to have, it would start to feel like I didn't have control over anything at all. What happened from there is when people would respond positively, give me praise, or things were going well, I would have a really great day. But all the other times, which tend to happen more frequently, any response from other people that I didn't deem as a good response would quickly have me losing energy and control for the remainder of the day. I remember at that point coming upon this quote, and the quote was, when we take control of the things we can control, we can even control the things we can't. And to be honest, I thought it was total BS. And it wasn't until several years when I read a book called Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin that I realized that it was actually possible to do. So I want to ask you, what if there was a way that you could take control of all the things that we've talked about so far in a way that actually gave you back the control? If you're ready to do that, I want to share the strategy that I not only implement now as well as with my clients, but it's really what allowed me to start taking ownership of the parts that I can control so that I could create the life of freedom and be able to leave my full-time job because I was now able to control the uncontrollable. What do I mean? Let me break it down for you. When it comes to this basic philosophy, you have to understand a few things. Number one is when we point to things outside of ourselves, it doesn't give us the ability to influence anything different. I don't know about you, but I do not like to feel like the victim, like things are happening to me and I have no say in it whatsoever. So what I noticed is when I was pointing to the outside, whether it was somebody else's thoughts or somebody else's actions, it always got me to feel like I was not in control. And it would quickly spiral down to the nuclear option of how this is not going to work out for me, how I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm just wasting my valuable time. Instead, I realized if I thought about the things that I can control, which is my part of the situation, how I showed up, how I responded or reacted, and the actions and behaviors that I took, I started to realize not only would I not give that power away, but I actually felt more in control of the outcome of the situation. And when you feel more in control, believe it or not, you'll start taking the actions of somebody who is. Now, I want to give you some examples of how this plays out. But first, we need to break down two other things to make sure that this works well in synergy with each other. Now, based off that first philosophy, you might think it's a good idea for you to take ownership and start pointing at yourself. And that is that next step. But there's a caveat with it. And that is if you're pointing the finger at yourself, but you're doing it in more of a shameful or guiltful way, I found that I still couldn't get myself to show up because then I would just feel sorry for myself. This is when things happen and you start to think that there's something wrong with you, something wrong with the other person, or maybe you start to have thoughts like I did where I was thinking, I knew I wasn't going to be able to have success. I'm not like everybody else out there. Now, if you can tell from that level of energy, it is extremely low and it would never get me to show up the way that I wanted to. Also, at this point, it's all about me. And it's not about me, it's about the mission. That's why I found the best place is somewhere in the middle ground. Number one, I'm taking ownership of the things that I can control, but at the same time, I'm treating this as a big science experiment and not making those things mean anything about me. 
So let me give you some examples of how by controlling the things you can control, you can even control the things you can't. Let's say somebody doesn't sign up for your program or somebody did join you, but they didn't take any action or something went wrong with the numbers in your business. Now, if we went the first route, we would start blaming other people, blaming them for not showing up, blaming them for putting the numbers incorrectly in the spreadsheet, blaming them for making excuses to not take the actions. But see, there's no level of growth that's there. And having done that for decades, I got to tell you, it never produced anything positive for me. The second path where you start to blame yourself and you start to think, I knew I should have never tried to work a business. I knew this wasn't for me and I knew I didn't have what it takes to see success. Those kind of statements also didn't work for me. But let me give you an example of what did. So when people didn't sign up for my program, I started to ask myself, did I give them enough information? Was it the right person? Did I explain it in a way where I can show them how it's going to help them solve their problems? Is there a different way that I can approach this next time? Now, how about for the situation of somebody does join you, but they don't take any action? Well, did I find a way to inspire them to take action? Did I help them dig into their why to find a reason to inspire them to take action every single day? Was I giving them enough guidance and direction along the way? Do I need to set up expectations better? Now, how about if something goes wrong with the numbers in your business? Was I overseeing and giving the person enough guidance? Is there a reason they didn't have enough information? Did I not provide them with enough details? What can I do next time to make sure that it's a success? What do I need to teach or train them in? So this is no problem for them at all. What I noticed is when I started to take control of the situation, by focusing on the questions that I just asked, I was able to make tweaks and adjustments to get more people to sign up to my program, to get them to take more action afterwards, and to make sure there was never any issues with our business numbers again. But none of that would have been possible if I had continued to point the finger somewhere else. Instead, taking ownership of my part of the equation, not only did it produce better results for me and my business, but it also modeled the behavior of extreme ownership for those people who worked along with me. So instead of me developing other followers, I was actually developing other leaders. And when you develop and cultivate a culture of extreme ownership, I gotta tell you, it was a complete game changer for me. Not only did it allow me to retire from LAPD early and lean into a business that I love, but it also gave me the freedom that I was desperately searching for when all I had to do was make this tweak in my mind, which is simple but not easy, which made all of those other things possible. Keep leading from the front leader. Bye.